Hey Mariska! Hey! <laughs> uh, we are seeing each other the second time and this week, so I'm really um, proud of it. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of discussion about um, our uh, present. And actually, I think it's the. So today we will summarize what we have talked uh, during the last, uh, yeah, last hour meeting. Uh, but first of all, we want to introduce ourselves. Yeah, uh, Mariska, you are entrepreneur. You are a public speaker. You are author of your book, which is called "My Husband Has a Brain Tumor," and now you are on a camper trip in Poland, in Poznań. Uh, please tell us, what are you doing here in Poznań? <laughs> and how has that happened that we can talk today? Yeah, yeah, of course. But before I go that, perhaps it's also interesting for the listeners, who are you? Because I, I think... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can be, I'm the guest, but if because also I have my podcast, so it would be great also to know you. Um, so uh, you are a professional event blogger? Yes. <laughs> since since seven years? Seven years, yes. I think it's the seven years. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> and besides that, you have 12 years in experience in real, I say, uh, normal events. We normal call that yeah, life. in-person in events. But also you are working, so you're quite specialized in on, organi organizing online events yeah. with avatars. Yes, uh, actually it's the Avatarland platform and we have five platforms, Avatar-based, and we making events online when we have a pandemic, for example. Mm. So it's multiply event manager here. <laughs> well, I think it's quite common in our industry because we, we usually have different roles and different tasks as an event manager. You are a problem solver, you, you are actually everything. Huh? I think most of my colleagues as a event planners uh, should working like this way because uh, actually last two years uh, forced us to be uh, multiplanners in different kind of areas, for example, in, techni in technician way, also in an internet true. site and, and so on. So that's true. That's yeah, true. so we will do we will also talk about this, I think. <laughs> yeah, but, but at the moment you have as I uh, of course Poland is now in a in an in a different different situation than you would expect it, I would say, um two two months ago. Yeah. Um, as I wrote you on, on somewhere in the comments when you uh, informed me that you, you you will be here, that you will discover different Poland as you probably uh, have in your uh, yeah you in your uh, memory <laughs> from different parts yeah our um, our country is different but uh, I'm glad that you came here and tell uh, you, you tell us you um, came from Netherlands to Poland to Poznań by camper yes <laughs> and you have um, uh, you have planned to visit more cities Correct, yes. Yes, and you will probably see uh, more of people from the industry, uh, event industry and mice industry. Yes, yes. Am I correct? Yes, yes. It's a huge, uh, it's a huge trip with a lot of, lot of preparations and a lot of, say, scheduling. Um, actually, you're the... brave, you know. <laughs> I, well... no, I haven't, haven't seen any other woman who just go from the Netherlands to Poland alone <laughs> with a cat. Sorry, not alone. Yes. Sorry. What's the name of the cat? Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, well, thank you. Thank She's you. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, well, thanks. Yeah, but it, it's, well, it's, um, how can I say, I don't call myself brave. I'm more like a, a doer. Well, first of all, I think the pandemic had a huge impact on, on, on all of us. Um, yeah. You mentioned in the introduction that I uh, wrote a book on my husband has a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away last uh, last summer due to, the, uh, due to a brain Sorry, tumor. And yeah, it really made me think because um, because I told I promised my husband that I would continue traveling because we have traveled um, yeah during the pandemic also of course during of course due to his illness and yeah because I'm working very closely so I call him always my wingman mm-hmm. Jaro he is based in Poland and we couldn't see each other due to the pandemic due to my personal situation so I said well. If I want to travel and I want to discover different places, I thought, well, how can I, how can I, how can I do that? Mm. Um, and the second thing is I was moving back in, uh, back in with my father so we could support each other in this, in this situation. And I think, yeah, well, I really miss my freedom. My father is a, a nice man, but <laughs> it's different if you are at our age to move in back in with your, uh, with your father. So I decided to buy a camper. And so the idea came up and a week later or two weeks later, I bought a camper. Mm-hmm. Never drove in a camper, never camped in a camper, of course, in a tent, but never in a camper. And I decided to go to um, to Germany, Poland and Denmark. But then, of course, the situation changed and also, yeah, the preparation before this journey changed. So I decided to stay two months in Poland. Excellent. And it starts from this week. Yeah. Yes, I'm here since I'm now exactly one week. So I arrived last Saturday uh, okay. in Potsdam. Yeah, super. And how do you like the Potsdam? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I've been here 16 years ago for the yeah. wedding of my best friend, where I'm also staying now. Um, I don't remember because I was thinking two or three days before the wedding, and afterwards I traveled around. Um, but yeah, I like this city because it's really compact. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, the beautiful old town. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's a lot of things uh, to offer, and I think also, yeah, the colorful houses, the the the, and also so many nice places where you can eat, where you can drink. Yes. It's really inviting to go, yeah, to discover all these places. Yeah, yeah. in Poznan lives the people who has their own companies. The very, uh, yeah, the the many of these of them, it, the many of the entrepreneurs, which oh. are mm. many startups and so on. So. Mm. I, I find the city because I moved from here to Poznan about around six years ago from Warsaw, so from the capital. But I found the city as a compact and very close everywhere here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't miss much Warsaw. Of course, I miss my friends which and family mm-hmm. which okay, was yeah. there. But <laughs> so I started the new life in Poznan and I think I, it, it was a very good choice. Nevertheless, we we need to um, come back to our <laughs> present. Actually, um, we d- live in a very uh, spectacular I think uh, times right now. Um, we have uh, we are after the two years of pandemia. After pandemia, uh, which actually I I'm, I think that it quick very <laughs> very uh, short. Uh, comes uh, the war in Ukraine and uh, for Poland means that uh, we have uh, yeah our it was the very huge impact to our businesses 
to uh, for example to the actually to the meeting industry oh. especially to the meeting industry yes. uh, impact to the business impact uh, also in uh, social media what we are sharing and uh, actually impact to our business profession what we can do for in the in the, mm. in the next few months yeah during yes. this time when it comes uh, actually yesterday i i uh, found the information then that there there are from the ukraine flew over found me five four five million people around the neighborhood city neighborhood countries and in poland we have already 3.2 million it's Ukrainians here. It's so. incredible. It's incredible. The number. It's incredible because I live in such a small country where we only have seventeen million. <laughs> so we would add another three. We and in Poznan, it's eight hundred thousand people living here. So probably when the Ukrainian comes, there is hundreds thousand more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the conflict uh, escalation in Ukraine forced people to to find new homes, uh, oh, new yeah. jobs. Uh, and and finding this protection for their children, of course, yeah. yeah. So we have, um, yeah, different life actually, <laughs> which we expected yes. after the pandemic. Because when I dreaming after on on the on the February this this year, I thought that after the pandemic, I was starting my events since <laughs> March. Yeah, yeah, March, April, May. It will be maximum, yeah, <laughs> and so on. That. It won't going to happen. Probably, uh, yeah, we, we, we will start this business soon because they are so right now uh, we have increased number of briefs and increased number of the offers which we're sending to the customer. But we still uh, are afraid what is going to happen uh, yeah. in the in Ukrainian side. So mm -hmm. uh, I would like to also add that many of my uh, colleagues from the event industry uh, find this situation and, as a chance to help to each other, especially the mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And we have, yeah, uh, started the action of fundraising. We have started action to collect the, uh, the appropriate things to share with them. Uh, actually, still we we doing somehow. Uh, because I think it's the best way to show our our hospitality here. Of course, of course, but uh, but uh, <laughs> nevertheless, the work already uh, is have today forty days takes yeah so so very long time. It's the second month, yes, and we still don't see the end. <laughs> That's why this discussion it's uh, actually forced that what we're going to do next couple of months what you can advise us well well it's a it's, it's a very particular situation like you said um, two years of pandemic and then again a crisis so i'm afraid that many companies will fall down not only in the meetings and events industry but also in tourism industry they said that 40% loss in tourism industry already due to cancellation. We don't, of course, have official numbers of, of facts and figures, I would say, about the meetings and events industry, which is a pity. But of course, there are already cancellation. I spoke with the Potsdam Convention Bureau, with the Potsdam Congress Center, with different venues here. And yeah, they all have noticed either things have been a huge a huge event has been um, mm -hmm. scheduled towards Milan, so mm -hmm. not in Poznan. So it's 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 massive the impact here for Poland, and 
and also the I think there are two main challenges that Poland has and the first thing is actually the general perception about Poland mm. um, is uh, first of all that it's still and I'm going to say it in a Dutch way and I'm allowed because <laughs> that it's still a, a very I say communistic um, country it's still the great tall buildings um, yeah, that that's still in in it's a in the minds what people have seen on the media, perhaps of course. Well, even it's already years back. So there's not, if I would say, there are many nice restaurants, cozy bars, colorful center, on. This is not what resonates with the image that people have of, of Poland in general. Mm -hmm. So that's the first first um, challenge that we have, and the the second is of course the image that we receive now there yes. like you said there, that poland has now through 3.2 million people extra in the country and it's connected with safeness yes and yeah how we can deal for example for incoming uh, business and trips yes. which we usually have yeah yeah so it's a, yeah a lot of people also said where where so since i bought the camper so people were really supportive hey, Mariska, where are you going <laughs> so i'm going to poland poland and then you saw the reaction on their faces, like, what the heck is she going to do There's in Poland? There's plenty more funniest places in Spain. Yeah, why, don't, yeah, yeah, why don't you go for the lovely weather? Why don't you go to Spain or France? And I said, no, I'm going to Poland. And it's, it, was, it, was, it was already on, the, on, the, on my schedule, and but only to stay for perhaps two or three weeks. And now it's already, now my planning is to stay two months. But people were really like, oh, Poland, is it safe? And also with people that I speak with, um, people from um, from my town where I live or my village where I live now. Even yesterday I had a, con a conversation with the Dutch entrepreneur. She said, "You're calling from Poland, is it? Is it safe?" Or well, she said, "Actually, oh, what a stupid <laughs> question! You're 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 there." So there so there are two general perceptions. So the 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 misperception of the general image of Poland. The second is that it's not safe to travel, and of course the the image that the war is every day on, on the news where you only see, say, the fleet of people. Um, people think that they're refugees I lying on the street. TV. Yeah, <laughs> I stopped. <laughs> I can't. I also don't watch the news anymore, but that, that's the image that, that yeah. people are in the station. People, perhaps the hotels are full with refugees. Even on the uh, MTP Targi and the, the convention bureau when you have uh, last week, there yeah. was also the few halls which are uh, collecting the people mm -hmm. which they just arrived by train yeah. and they're sleeping in the halls there are hundreds of them there are the uh, kind of kitchen which they serve the the people the soups uh, or the different kind of the yeah. dishes and the, i have seen that few few times and i really i was crying <laughs> when i saw that yeah of yeah. course because we cannot imagine how it is to leave everything behind that you've built up and just to come over here with only one bag and with your with your yeah with your parents or even with your child or even uh, coming alone yeah. um, it's 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 un, unimaginable what to say what a, to reposition yourself so therefore I say yeah be I'm glad that I'm not I'm grateful that I'm not in a similar situation mm -hmm. but I think we can do 
much more than we do now, especially with the community of meetings and events. First of all, like I said, the two challenges, mm -hmm. what, what we can do. So the misperception and the image that Poland has received during the past 40, 40 days of the war. And I think, yeah, we can, of course, donate, like I said, food, we can donate clothes, we can donate money, but it doesn't change the perception. Yeah. The fact that I'm here traveling alone, a woman alone, or with my cat, but in my camper, traveling through Poland, that it's safe, I'm still alive, <laughs> I'm not robbed, <laughs> see, um, I'm, I'm, I'm healthy, so there's nothing going on, I mean, there's nothing wrong with going to Poland, so I think we need to change the perception and convincing people to, the best thing that they can do is travel as a tourist towards Poland mm -hmm. and change that perception, first of all, that people have in general about Poland, but also about the current situation, because then you really help the local entrepreneurs um, and also the image that Poland that Poland has. So therefore, I'm sharing, of course, on my blog and all the social media channels. And so lots of people are following me. But I think there's also a task for our industry to do something mm -hmm. and not just um, yeah, waiting until the government takes action. I think we all have a purpose. We all have, I say, a duty to do, and to, especially from the local people, mm -hmm. um, to show that Potsdam is just business as usual. Yes, and uh, also I can observe that uh, I have been actually one week ago on a conference, different uh, in in different branch actually, but uh, it was uh, also signal in one of the panels that we are here together to discuss what we can do as a society to help the people in the same industry in Ukraine. So in each of the conferences, there was a part of the Ukrainian mm -hmm. discussions. Hey guys, let's do something else. So this is the one uh, I think change that we have the, uh, the still very hot topic on, mm -hmm. on the conference. Second thing, it's um, many of the hotels are sharing their rooms for the Ukrainians. Mm -hmm. It's for short time, but for just finding the flat and finding the job. But uh, I've even uh, <laughs> I have one one event two weeks ago to organize, and believe me, I have no space to make it for 100 people because everyone's sharing the rooms to the Ukrainians. Mm -hmm. And we need to postpone the date for the end of April. When, when, when I find already the mm -hmm. space. Uh, yeah, so for example, <laughs> this kind of stuff also we have, yeah, as, a, as a problems with the, with the finding the uh, stays for, for the companies. But it's not everywhere. But, it, but it's not, it's not it, everywhere. But that's yes. what I want to say because I had yeah. discussions that say, yeah, that the hotels are full with refugees. That's the image that people have, perhaps in certain cities. But for example, in Potsdam, it's not the case. All the yes. hotels are open and doing business as usual. Yes, they are. It's actually outside of the cities, the hotels. For example, the Hotel Osta, which is uh, 80, 70, 80 kilometers from Warsaw, okay. he takes uh, uh, orphans from the Ukraine mm -hmm. and it's 1,000 children there. So it's in, in charge of Polcom, Tel Company, and there is their CSR. And actually when I'm attending the CSR right now, it's a very nice topic to help um, mm -hmm. create the offer, how we can deal with Ukrainian 
and how we can persuade our customers to uh, take the, for example, logistics, mm -hmm. take the responsibility for the situation and force the companies to doing more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not just that we are helping one month and it's end. This work can be still during the next months and even years. Mm -hmm. That's why our role as event planners is to take the CSR, the social responsibility, as a top one mm. yes, absolutely. in the offers, in, uh, in, a, in a briefs, and actually talking with the customers that even if they have no uh, experience in such kind of areas, they have a managers who can take as, yes. a, as a task to do and in front of them just doing, yeah? But I think it's excellent what you're saying and that's also why we have the podcast. I think we can do so much more than just donating um, money, which is a very easy way to, to support. Yes. But I think there, as event professionals, mm -hmm. like you said, we can propose Poland. And I know it's a challenge um, for incentive agencies or any others to say, okay, I will propose Poland now because if you would lose your client through of by proposing Poland, of course, it can be a huge challenge. But at the other end, um, it's our industry, it are our colleagues that we yes. want to support. And in my, we've already been through such a painful time the, the past two years, mm -hmm. personally, professionally, that we should add, like you said, in incentives, even meetings or conferences, the conferences are taking place. People are asking, what can we do? What can we bring then? And I think just, and, and all the people that I've spoken with just come, first of all, just come and see that life here is just as normal. Like you said, at the conference center, um, or use the social media and show us how, yeah, how we of course. life, yeah, because you are also specialist from the social media side, yeah. Yes, that's true. That's <laughs> true. We'll talk about we'll talk about business, but I think we all as individuals have a, a, a duty, and we should. Um, if you are an event professional, supplier, hotel, employee, if you have your your professional channels, uh, social media channels, or your personal, I think we all should share the message. First of all, that Poland is safe, but also showing that business is as usual. Yes. Um, for example, yesterday was at the Potsdam Motor Show, mm -hmm. um, a huge show. I don't know how many thousands of people. It's thousands. a yeah, it's the biggest show in central uh, in Central Europe. Of course, it's a consumer uh, consumer exhibition, but this is goes on. It's, there's nothing I could. It was full of people yesterday. Um, yeah, and on the two, fair. And one week ago, there was a marathon in Poznan. It went take place. Also, hun hundreds of people. Yeah. hundreds, and the life still yeah. There yeah, is, do yeah. we show that? Have we seen those images on the refugees exist, but yeah. the life is going still as usual? Yeah, so I think everybody can pick up their, their phones, especially from the local people. Um, and also what I think that also that we could do is um, the people who are living abroad uh, from Poland, they could also support us and say we want to support our country and, and showing um, and be in touch and sharing that images in, for example, if they're based in the Netherlands or in Belgium, that they also could share, say, hey, please consider going to Poland this year as your holiday destination or organize your event or meeting or conference here Absolutely. and and do something back. So I, I think it's a different way of thinking, um, but 
people want to see the real stories. Mm -hmm. People want to know what's going on behind the regular, say, behind the regular media, because we've all been bombarded the past two years with fake news and and all sorts of. Actually, we have bombarded <laughs> in Poznan too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but but we just want to say that in that the end of, end of the yeah end of the December we have thirty thousand uh, sicknesses yeah. daily. Yeah. Well, the, also Holland, of course, had so many cases. And what is what is the real news? What's not the real news? So the only way how we can change is use our the power of ourselves. Even if you're not active on social media, you can still spread the news. You can still talk with uh, magazines who want to um, spread or looking for interesting content. Mm -hmm. And uh, so contact the magazines that you know, the journalists, um, be active on social media, share the, the, the updates uh, and come to Poland yourself. Um, so I think there are lots of things that we can do, but of course it takes a little bit more effort than just, yeah, but like I said, um, don donating money or um, not saying that's not good because yes, Poland needs the money. Mm -hmm. But I think by taking action like we're doing now today, talking about the topic and seeing the situation with my own eyes uh, from as from a, let's say from a Dutch entrepreneur and having the discussion with you today, mm -hmm. I think, yeah, just by inspiring people and giving people concrete tips and suggestions how they can move forward in this difficult situation. Yeah. And what if the uh, companies and entrepreneurs are living just next to the uh, uh, abroad from Ukraine, for example, the cities like Lublin, Przemysl, Zamość, they are, uh, yeah, they have the different uh, quality of life because the refugees just flowing just from this place. Mm -hmm. Do they should re uh, refigure out uh, what they can offer to the customers? For example, should they think about changing the offer, for example, selling the, the cities like Warsaw or, and spaces somewhere in the in the center of, of Poland or to the east, to the south, somewhere else? How do you think? Well, I think the cities that you mentioned, because I cannot pronounce all of them in the right <laughs> way. Yes. Um, I think those cities were more focused, first of all, I think more on the local market, yes. less on the international market. Yes. Um, I'm, um, so the, the events and congresses and conferences that are coming in are not close to the to the border with the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. They're going more to Warsaw, to Gdansk, to even, of course, to Poznan. Um, to Krakow, of course, mm -hmm. where a lot of events are taking place. So these cities are 100, 200, 400, even seven, 800 kilometers away from the Ukrainian um, border. So they, so these cities have, of course, a different, a different audience. But I think that they should share how the situation is because it mm -hmm. can maybe different per hotel mm -hmm. and per city. Yeah. And even your hotel is full of refugees. Um, why don't you share that? Because we are, the event professionals community is quite strong. Mm -hmm. If you would show that you share your, you open your hotel for the refugees, I think you can get, gain a lot of support. Yes. Um, because being so, like we said, we are event manager, we are so flexible from one minute, your pandemic closed down, then there's no guests and suddenly it's full with, with refugees. So it shows how flexible these, um, the staff and, and the people are but i think still need to share that real story even your hotel is full of refugees that doesn't mean that you can 
that you say cannot win any business on on the long term um i think you just need to be realistic how the situation is today that's what people want to hear yeah actually and i think in that particular time when hotto takes the refugees it works also power of society that whole customers and people who are use, usually use this hotel they uh yeah they trying to help this hotel to mm -hmm. survive and to yeah. make help much mm -hmm. more yeah. effectively even though i uh, i prepares a few collection of of the foods and so on when i heard that the hotel ofelia i don't know i, I don't remember the exact name probably ofelia in, in the uh 60 kilometers from the Poznan took uh, 100 uh, women mm -hmm. and children so we just take in one week the whole conference room <laughs> just 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 uh, sending mm -hmm. the, the to this hotel to just help them yeah because yeah. they took them just for for now because yeah. the present uh, as it is yes yeah? so yeah we need to Still sharing this helplessness <laughs> and uh, trying to survive somehow. <laughs> yeah, because you're also a blogger. You're also active on on social media. Yes. Um, from your perspective, uh, you said yeah, you've already donated food and you've already did a lot of yeah, mm -hmm. done lots of things. But what is the advice that you can give as being? I'm not saying that you're a local blogger because local. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, because your blog is in Polish. Mm -hmm. But what tips and advice could you give towards? All the say all the people who are listening today. Mm -hmm. So it can be convention bureaus, can be suppliers, can be event planners. Doesn't matter who is working in the events industry. What are tips, tips and tricks uh, that you can share with, with with the listeners? First of all, I think the the oh, the message which we, which I would like to share is that we uh, we are those angels, <laughs> uh, not just for three weeks we are those angels as a country who is at will be the many more years mm. next to the ukraine definitely yeah. so we still need to be a humans and need to share the uh, support for th those people because uh, we don't know yet how the future will going to be in 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 the next couple of years uh, actually i don't mean that we will have any more or something like this but it's the proof that if you can help the human that you can sh uh, also receive the, those help mm -hmm. if you will need particular yeah. help so yeah. it's just being uh, yeah uh, as a as a as a human as a also catholic if if you uh, yeah are believer uh, second thing it's action uh, i'm sick of uh, the politicians when they just talking how many support they they get uh, they put mm -hmm. to the to the refugees uh, if they actually they actually didn't do do do, do anything yeah and action is for me it's the proof for doing something to mm -hmm. with the yeah. direction of the change especially for example we have the nice conversation on the dinner few <laughs> days ago and and say hey when we re recorded that, that would be a great. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the great topic for listening for others. Yeah, yes, maybe yeah. somebody will we will influence them, and he will share this podcast somebody else. Yes, and that will be impact for others. Yes, that's why sharing the 
the news how we can help it to each other. I mm -hmm. believe, actually, I believe in a in a power of society. Mm -hmm. When we are this uh, fire, when, when mm -hmm. we give this fire from inside us, further more we can have the much more, much bigger effects that we expected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the third Indeed. thing it's it's the CSR. So so we should somehow persuade our customer to have the events but, but connected with this Ukrainian world. Maybe mm -hmm. we on the 1st of June we have the day of the child. Mm -hmm. So this is the moment when all of these companies can do the picnics with the Ukrainian child and have oh, the nice society yeah. all, to, all together, Polish children and the Ukrainian children. There's nothing uh, for us. It's just the event, yeah. Mm -hmm. But two societies can be all together. Yes, yes. It doesn't cost much because it's still one stage. It's still maybe some more food, but but it's still mm -hmm. one area, and we can ask those people just come in and uh, yeah. be the just show yeah. how our our hospitality is it yeah mm, yeah so i think that's all the three tips that the most important for me yeah yeah well i think well i totally agree because then by bringing the people here you can change perception yeah and um and it's a pity that still there is that huge perception about uh, yeah about poland in general and and with the current situation, then yeah. that yeah probably will take longer than much longer than expected. So yeah, I just hope with this with this podcast and with with our activities and sharing sharing online and motivating people, um, yeah, I really hope that our industry, despite that we are challenged, I hope that we now not saying that we've learned something out of it, but that we will come out stronger and more professional. Yes and more flexible in a way. Mm, yeah, of course, uh, if you talk about association to plan four or five years ahead, but I think uh, still Poland loses a lot of business because they won't consider now Poland for yeah. perhaps in a bidding process for association, but you don't know what's going to happen in five years time, right? Perhaps the Netherlands might be in war. I sincerely don't hope so, but we, we, um, we are also now in a yeah. situation we, we have not imagined that that before. So I think our industry can really support um, each other. And I think that's how we should move forward that incentives or corporate meetings or business meetings or any meeting that's taking place, especially face to face, come come to Poland and see it with your own eyes. And, and during your stay, do something back for like you said, picnic, um, picnic for the children, that on the day of the child, can be anything. But we're all humans and we all want to be helped. We don't want to in the same situation as one of those, uh, one of those refugees. Uh, and one more thing, I think the situation which we are right now, we need to get used to it. Because uh, probably hundreds of people won't come back because they have actually so many lost and so many destroyed of the cities that probably they will take Poland as a day home. Mm -hmm. And in the final result, we can have double culture society here, Polish and Ukrainian. We will have two languages on mm -hmm. one area. And probably we need to also figure out 
what is Ukrainian and somehow put it into our lives too. Uh, two days ago I received the book uh, as a gift from the conference. The book which was wrote by the actress uh, Veronika Marchuk, the uh, Ukrainian who, mm -hmm. who is sitting here 20 years. He, she is the uh, last woman of the Cesare Pazura, also the actor. And uh, she's Ukrainian and she wrote a book uh, about the recipes of Ukrainian. And do you know, can you believe in that already I have prepared in my whole two dishes, which is Ukrainian and okay. it's very good. Actually, so I trying to figure out to open for the culture. Yeah, I have a plan to learn the Ukrainian language because I maybe it will helps me oh. some more to to uh, Definitely, yeah. yeah. So I'm really have a open minded how we can deal with this Ukrainian mm -hmm. because I think that it will going to be as a normal life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but can, I think also, mm -hmm. but I think also. Um, there are a lot of people fleeing into into your country. Also, not to forget, also also to the Netherlands and other countries. But I really hope um, because there are a lot of people who are working in the events industry mm -hmm. in the U in the Ukraine, and a one um, entrepreneur is now in Berlin. Mm -hmm. But perhaps also we can use these people also to uh, embrace in our industry, like yeah. you said, and use the talent because it's um, it they're not just to say. Refugees here also, a lot of people are highly educated or have lots of experience. Mm -hmm. So I think perhaps also our industry can really embrace the professionals who are coming from the Ukraine and use them for, yeah, and use them that they can also really maintain their job and the passion that they've done mm -hmm. from the Ukraine also in our industry. Yes. Excellent. And uh, Mariska, what do you think about the incentives in Poland? I know that it's the topic which is unpopular now <laughs> because, mm -hmm. as you mentioned, that people thinking that it's here unsafe and they are existing the international conferences which are postponed or change the mm -hmm. place which they are going to happen. For yes. example, this one yeah. 10,000 people, which yeah. was going to happen in the next month. Yeah, it's already postponed. Yes. And how we can deal with this challenge? <laughs> well, it's um, it, it's very difficult because who's making the decision for an event or incentive or conference? That's usually very, it's a very difficult. Yeah. Um, and of course that um, that's not, that decision is not taking from one until the other day, especially when there's when there are lots of people involved, or when it's a youth conference like from ten thousand people. And I think the only way, because um, even if we take decision for our businesses, we are all are consumers first of all, with our own perception and our own ideas. And I even if the decision makers are all consumers and and taking decision from their personal point of view and say, oh yeah, but I've saw this and I cannot, it's it's harming the reputation of my company, mm -hmm. it might harm my position in the company or... Um, so everybody takes, of course, a safe way. No? Yes. And this is which I, which I understand, but at the other hand, we're not helping, mm -hmm. we're not helping each other with, with this kind of decision. So I think we need to look at the current situation in a different way and what would you do if you were now a citizen or entrepreneur in Poland you would also like that businesses businesses coming in 
and on top of that is you can't just help your conference as normal there's nothing especially if you go to warsaw or here in potsdam or the activities go as usual there's yeah. nothing different about it um perhaps you even get more quality than 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 before because we're so because you're so happy that we are uh, definitely coming so i think it's changing the perception that's the only thing that we can do and using the power of online and offline media yes. um, and maybe hire some influencers to uh, persuade the organizer that we are in the safe area and nothing's going to happen with your guests yeah you can tell us about the influencer (laughs) side because it's your part of shoes actually yes (laughs) yes it's my passion yes but i think first of all there's a huge misperception about influencers in general as you know they're p2c influencers i call them the travel influencers the fitness or the beauty influencers and you have the b2b influencers Mm -hmm. and the biggest difference is B2B influencers, you choose the people based on experience, on knowledge and on the quality of their followers. Mm-hmm. You are a professional, you are a professional blogger because you have that working experience, which means that you also have the right followers in your audience. Mm-hmm. So you have decision makers of events, you have suppliers um, and that's the biggest difference. A travel influencers are usually say consumers. You have really people in your audience who who are relevant for for our industry so that's that's the biggest uh, say the biggest difference and second of all an influencer campaign as we do it b2b is a combination of online and offline activities it's not only like you said persuading or influencing people just by a podcast or just by taking um doing a blog post on social media now there are different activities using the different channels on a long term yeah. because we cannot change the perception of everyone who's listening today, how we would love to have everyone who's listening or seeing the video later on that they could come to Poland and organize the event. That's not going to happen. But if they would receive that through the different channels, not only from me, from you, from others, um, that would make people really think. So this is what we do. So we create long-term B2B influencer marketing campaigns based or aligned with the strategy of the client. Yeah, I think I you persuade me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be one of your yeah. partner. Yeah, well, you're great. You're On a the great. Poland area. Yeah, yeah. Poland area. Yes, but you are. You are. I mean, yeah. you have the experience. You have the you have the followers. Yeah. You have done lots of work for for the industry. I mean, you know, I would say the main decision makers. You know, you know the convention bureaus. You know, I you know so many people. Yeah, the, the situation kind of confused us and actually we we don't know what how to uh, react and go business in the in the future future yes that's why uh, i think after the uh, one month when when the war still still it is we need to get used to it and go somehow in the next steps yeah yeah that's true that's yeah. true uh we are all influencers yes <laughs> yes that's true even if you're not everybody active on... has yeah. the uh, account on facebook or the linkedin or the, the somewhere else instagram yeah, yeah but even your influence even if you would go to your grandparents or to your neighbor who doesn't yeah. have an account on social media and says oh you have a very nice jacket where did you where did you bought it and then they would say oh yes i bought it there and perhaps you would buy it by her 
um, because you, you really enjoy it, you really like it, or you really enjoyed it. So there are many ways of influencing each other mm -hmm. without using the power of, of social media. Of course, social media is is easy in, the, in, in a sense, but on the other hand, we still work with people and we do business with people that we trust. Um, and therefore, we say B2B influencer marketing is based on people with real experiences mm -hmm. and who are authentic, who are not just um, a fake or um, always <laughs> perfectly dressed and makeup on. And no, it's about our business, our passion that we're talking yeah. about. I still have a, a conference online, you know, because uh, even if pandemia stopped uh, and refugees still coming to Poland, uh, my company Avatarland has still some events. Yeah? And uh, I thought that it will be only an ending on the term when the pandemic comes from, I don't know, October till the February. Mm -hmm. But in uh, my observation is that it also happens uh, in the normal months when we have no sicknesses. It's for actually my customers usually are the business which have spread the companies for example they uh, they have the divisions in few cities and cannot deal with the events uh, somewhere else because some are on the different continents yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. that's why they're using the platforms and they even two three times already uh, have the plans to, to organizing so do you think that the online business as the events in platforms uh, like we have it will be existing in a in a as normal life in the future or they will uh, no 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 i think it will it will remain you can or that it will also be a combination of online and offline yeah. so like the hybrid uh, hybrid event of course you have many explanations of hybrid event and how you can how you can do that but if we call hybrid let's make it most simple explanation it's combination of online and offline event i think online events or pure online events will remain especially like you said if you have your challenges of getting from people from different continents different mm -hmm. time zones is it really necessary to travel um um all the way say from Europe towards the United States, or for example, to go to LA, where you have um, time difference, travel, yes. um, but also cost effectiveness. Yes, different. Yeah, uh, your your um, your footprint on um, yeah on the environment, but moreover, we've learned that a lot of things can continue. Yeah, um, also when we're staying at home. So is it really necessary to leave my, for example, my family and children where I need to juggle with babysitting and, and all, sorts of, all sorts of personal challenges that I have? Is it really worth it to, to block a, almost an entire week due to the time difference you, to go to that conference where I can get the content also online at home, comfortable yeah. in, my, in my pajamas, for example. You mentioned about very uh, good point because one of my friend, friend of mine uh, worked in the Santander bank and she's already forced to work from the home second year. And she's hungry of working with the people. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she already when when we 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 saw last time she said I, probably I will change my job because I'm hungry of the social media with the people life and yeah. we are forced to working yeah on the teams on the zooms and so on and, and she said I'm I'm sick of it <laughs> well I can I can imagine but of course there is I think it's finding our balance because I think um it's uh, finding a balance in our in yeah. our uh, professional life do we really go back to five days in the office or can we also work from home um in the netherlands it was already quite i'm not saying common mm -hmm. but for some companies it was already quite common to work for example one or two days uh, at home depending of course which company and which uh, position you had mm -hmm. but yeah i think lots of things can can continue but i but on the other hand, what I also see is that the need to meet people is huge. Yes. Because some, what I've also noticed from a, from, from a business perspective, I had conversations also with people from, from other cultures, and it was very difficult to explain my business and to explain what I'm doing. Or you saw that the person was distracted. Mm -hmm. um, but what do you do in a business conversation? Do you directly say, oh, you, I see that you're distracted, you don't listen to me, or should we postpone it? Or So it's, it's very difficult. So some reasons, it's really necessary to meet each other mm -hmm. um, and to do the same, to do the business and to get to know each other face to face. But I think a lot of things that we've seen that are possible to do online if it's, uh, if, and also with events, I think online events will remain perhaps not as, as say, as huge as been by the pandemic. And I think we also need to think of the formats, how to keep the people engaged, because yes. that is then, but I think that's the, that's the point. That's the biggest challenge. There is the, well, right, right now they're very trend word which is called metaverse yes mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> actually we st we don't know but uh, as Zuckerberg said on on september last year uh, they have they are preparing the metaverse word when we have a society inside the platforms which look looks similar uh, yeah. to the avatars and Believe me, the engagement of the uh, users, this platform, it's hundreds percent more than talking uh, to watching the talking head from the Zoom or, or, or the Teams. Uh, really, um, on, the, on the platforms which I mentioned, there are hundreds of moments that we can uh, take the chance to the talk to each other like we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One or one or one in the couple of people in one room. Yeah. Uh, that's the first point. Second, we can create the games like in the, for example, scavenger hunt. We can collect the points on on the, on the island. We can uh, take the pools and uh, ask the people what do we think about each of the topic. Mm -hmm. Uh, show them a questionnaire, what's are the results live, and this is how future of events uh, online should go, I think, this way. And engagement should be mm. one of the perspectives which the planners should realize, because mm. the doing, yeah, doing the, the on not appropriate tools, I think they crushing business, especially for, from the 
uh, from the sponsor side because if they don't get any much more attention they won't invest money next time no that's true yes but perhaps it's also an option that the people who might have a misperception about Poland or don't know if it's safe why don't you then do an online event or a hybrid event where the people have the choice yes. but still keep the event here in the country and to there perhaps even a combination um, but still keep Poland as your main say your main source your memory your, your I think we still have a lack of knowledge here um, on hybrid events uh, hybrid events it's much more because the much more event agency doing that yeah but still I feel 100% online you're yes. talking now yes. yeah okay mm. and I feel that still uh, the people from the event agency they uh, not so much uh, taking the time to uh, spread the knowledge daily or mm -hmm. actually I mean that we should uh, focus sometimes and realize that we have such many uh, environments to make the same actually and mm -hmm. but with uh, with the different result that we need to spend some time to uh, yeah get some mm -hmm. knowledge from the from the website or the somewhere else yeah sure. there's plenty of the courses on different platforms uh, on the battleground we also yeah we have a plan to make the course how to make events in metaverse worlds sure oh, sounds exciting yeah it will be so we have the five platforms and each of uh, of them we are describing and telling how how to do it yes and how to deal it but that's why i think it might be interesting so it will be happening probably in the may so yeah. i will let you know <laughs> yeah yeah but i think but still it would be great because you're yeah. providing this service that people also perhaps consider using even the clients would come from the Netherlands or from Belgium or from Germany. Yeah, international. Yeah, it doesn't matter for you. But still, so. it's society of events. That's yeah, like, yeah. Even so. here in Poland or in Netherlands, yeah. that's the same customer. Yeah. So, so perhaps it's also something how people can help and book then and using say online providers um, for their event from from here. I think the list of my questions it's going to <laughs> be done okay, okay. <laughs> well, because i think it was also quite a, quite a long podcast yeah i think, we the, I think, I think the, the the people who already survived they have 55 minutes oh, okay <laughs> wow if they've listened already so long wow sorry guys <laughs> wasn't we have a plans for 30 minutes yeah so. yeah but i knew it's going to be longer that was that was that was for sure but um, uh, yeah, so for those people who would like to uh, have a contact with us, yeah, my name is Agacie Sielska, I'm owner of the Eventobla Blogger KPL. And, and uh, yeah, my name is Mariska Kesslo, I'm the founder of Word of Mice. Um, and if you want to have more information, you can use the hashtag Mariska Journey, so yeah. you can follow my journey here in Poland. For a safe journey to the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> But I really hope that the people who've listened today, that we've inspired them. And if they have any questions about the current situation or about Poland for related with travel or with tourism, please don't hesitate either to have the local perspective on Ineska or from me as a foreign perspective 
because we would love to continue this topic and we need to spread the word about the situation. Yeah. We are dealing with the better world in the future, I hope. Yes. Thank I... you, Mariska, for the talk. Yes, thank you so much, Agnieszka. <laughs> and... It was a pleasure. Yes. <laughs> I feel stronger. <laughs> thank you. Thank you.